Wherever there is injustice, you will find us. Wherever there is suffering, we'll be there. Wherever liberty is threatened, you will find... Episode number 53. Oh, you ruined it. (laughs) Retro Rewind Podcast initialized. Mission identified. Three Amigos, 1986. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 53. There you can find links to subscribe to us in iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And you can also find a link to support us on Patreon. Speaking of which, I want to say a special thank you to Brian Keating, Jake Arsenu, and Andrew Legreve. They uh, totally helped refill our reflux capacitor with tequila. To oh, us for, uh, <laughs> Is that because we don't have beer? Just tequila. <laughs> it's like beer. Yeah. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and at times a dancing do-gooder. And I'm and I predicted that the Three Amigos would be a nostalgic movie. Are you a little sissy? <laughs> That's my good friend and co-host, Paul Powers. Hi, Paul. Hi, Francisco. And good job on your master interruptory skills as always. Of course. My trivia slash question for you is uh, the bats that Ned gets when they're that first night in the desert. Oh, yeah. They're actually fried bacon that are just served on skewers, not skewers. My question to you, Paul, is what is your favorite exotic meat, whether it's fried or not? Exotic (laughs) meat. Okay, Paul, you got to do better than cow. Because <laughs> that is delicious. And what's better than that? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, buffalo? Uh, I don't like buffalo as much as if... Wait, blue fly? What? I, I meant buffalo. Oh, okay. Would you like... How about just an exotic food in general? Um, <laughs> peanuts? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Thank um, you, Paul. Banana splits. <laughs> All righty. Thank you, Paul. And we are Sorry. Oh, I predicted that uh, Three Amigos was uh, going to be nostalgic. And we are joined once again by my lovely wife, Christy Ruiz. Hi, Christy. Hello. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Christy, my question slash... Uh, Francisco? <laughs> my question slash trivia... Question for you is, Derp. where'd you get that pretty little gun? <laughs> and uh, Steve Martin learned the lasso tricks while working in a magic shop as a teenager. Ooh, uh, I know where. Okay, tell us where, Paul. Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, cool. But that wasn't my question for Christy. My question for Christy was, do you know any rope tricks? I can swing a lasso. Oh, that's cool. I don't always hook the horns, but I can... Do it. I know oh, how to wait. do it. Very nice. And can you share how Sorry. you learned that? I was go ahead. Like, go ahead. You're I'm an interrupter. So Sorry. Rude. I do. <laughs> Sorry. 
Say sorry one more time, Paul. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> I learned the rope stuff from my wonderful summer in between my first and second year of college at Royal Ridges Horse Camp. Oh, I was fun. a counselor there. It was amazing. They have um, all girls horse camp, and there's two girls to a horse. So all week long, you get to do fun, normal camp stuff, but also learn about horses and ride horses. And so, did you run around and like in figure eights and like shoot guns in the air? <laughs> no, but we did do figure eights. Yes, on horses there were no guns. Oh. You didn't say, vivas, amigos. No. Oh. I didn't say long live these friends. <laughs> okay. And I predicted differently, but mm. I predicted this would be a classic. Really interesting. Okay, Good very cool. You. Let's see how these reviews pan out. But first, Paul, will you please enter our course for Alice? Sure. After I apologize for Chris, to Christy for sounding sarcastic, I didn't mean to be sarcastic. <laughs> I really meant good for you, not, oh, good for you. <laughs> but anyway, before that, I wanted to say when Steve Martin worked at a magic shop, it wasn't at Knott's Berry Farm. That was at Disneyland. But he did work at Knott's Berry Farm as well. Anyway, so let's have a round table, a, a three-person round table on the Three Amigos. Wait, thirty-person roundtable discussion on the three amigos. That sounds better, right? Okay, I, I think Alice can get that. All right, all right, and Alice should know what I'm talking about <laughs> when I say uh, whatever else we talk about, what's new on our tube, and what we've been up to lately, and announcements, and, and the singing bush just sings forever and ever <laughs> and ever. Very good. All right, Alice. Whenever you find our target, please let us know. Yo ho, blow the man down. Alert, alert, target located. Spoilers, incoming. Engaging retro rewind reactor. The Three Amigos. Steve Martin. Excuse me, did you say kill me? Jeffy Chase. We are honored to have you in our home. Do you have anything besides Mexican food? Martin Short. Three Amigos. Throw down your guns! Not you, Dusty! Sorry! Rated PG. Starts Friday, December 12th at a theater near you. Check newspapers. The famous three actors who play the Three Amigos ask for too much money and get fired. Meanwhile, El Guapo is terrorizing a small Mexican town. The townspeople ask the three amigos for help because the people think they're real cowboy heroes. Realizing that the three realizing that three is not enough, the amigos lead the townspeople to make amigo costumes so that they can mind fake and defeat El Guapo. Paul, will you please tell us what technically happened in the three amigos or not the three amigos, three amigos. Oh, good. So not the comedy show. Okay. So inverted exclamation mark three amigos exclamation mark came out on uh december 12th of 1986 so during that holiday season Mm -hmm. um it's rated pg ran 104 minutes and is a comedy western (laughs) was directed by john landis and written by steve martin lauren michaels and randy newman of all people (laughs) Uh, he he helped write it yeah. Oh, wow. I thought it was just yeah. with the music. 
So actually, just did the song. So uh, the there was someone else who did the the score. The, yeah, thank you. All, all, all I could think of was orchestral part. <laughs> um, it went on to star Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, Martin Short, and a few other SNL people you might recognize in there. Mm-hmm. Poor Phil um, Hartman. And uh, darn it, what's his name? John Acting. Lovitz. Yes. John Lovitz. Um, He's what? losing his mind. And I'm reaping on the benefits. benefits. Don't quote it if you don't know it, yo. I thought I didn't know it. <laughs> anyway. I don't know it. Anyway, apparently you're reaping on the benefits. So this movie was made for about $25 million and went on to gross more than $40 million in the box office. Ah. And after that... It leveled up again when it made about $20 million in rentals. Well done, Los Amigos. Very good. Thank you, Paul. Now let's talk about why maybe people love this movie so much. Let's talk about the things we liked about the three three Amigos. I don't know why you want to put a the. Because they are the three. There's three of them. That's true. You, I think it's technically okay to say the three Amigos if you're going to speak of the title of the movie. Oh, the title is three, three amigos. But yes, they are the, the, the they are the three amigos. Yeah. All right. Grammar side, Christy. Let's start with you. What did you like about this movie? And the first thing I wrote down was, "I heart these comedians." When they showed up on the screen, I was like, "Oh yes, I miss <laughs> movies with them in it. I miss SNL with them in it. Mm-hmm. I probably part of my childhood and." In the times that I did get to see them. Mm-hmm. So I do remember. When they're half the weight they are now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I wasn't thinking of that. But I remember <laughs> watching the Griswold Family Christmas multiple times with my family. And oh, yeah. I remember. Wait, was, wasn't it called Christmas National Vacation? Christmas National Vacation? Yes. Oh, well. Close enough. We knew what she meant. Yeah. That's it's okay. Everybody knows. <laughs> and... Multiple movies with Steve Martin or parts of movies with Steve Martin and knowing that Steve Martin and Martin Short sang in The Prince of Egypt. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Being impressed by that. and I'm Playing Steve, with the big boys now. Yes, exactly. And Steve Martin is funny on Twitter and plays banjo. Of course. Lots As of you times. do if you're Steve Martin. Anyway. Uh, Paul, did you also like the... The three uh, leads in this, in this movie. I like the one that's not so smart. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which, Which one, one is that? that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah. of course, those guys are, are fun to watch. Um, I really liked, what, like Christy said, the opening where you'd see them. And I liked the opening song that they sang. That was like really fun and inviting and mm-hmm. catchy. Yeah, I really liked it too. And then they went to a long cred sequence. I was like, "Whoa, this is gets me right in there." Awesome. Now, now, now. Yeah, I welcome to, to the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that was cool. It was a a fun semi cold opening. I definitely did like that. Yeah, and so, oh, go ahead, Paul. I was about to say nothing. I just like to interrupt because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> And I really like speaking of which the the overall music was I, I enjoyed it and the especially well all but one which I'll save but um, 
overall, I really liked the music and the the main song, Three Amigos, was just like still stuck in my head. It's very catchy. Yeah. I used to, um, we had the video, I would rewind it and sing along with it and see if I could hold the note as long as they did. And it took oh, really? me some time, but I finally got there. Yeah, Nice. Yeah, apparently IMDb said it was 14 seconds long. Oh, that's kid stuff nowadays. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, is it, did IMDb also say that they actually held it or if it was computer lengthened? I think they held it. Yeah. I mean, they didn't say anything about it being computer lengthened. So. Oh. Because back then they didn't have that. They wouldn't. Not that they couldn't, but they usually didn't. Yeah. You know it what I mean? It would not have been very cost effective to do that. Yeah. Um, but Especially when they could do it like I can. <laughs> <laughs> Christy, was something else you liked? Well, I like the, the songs. I mm-hmm. liked I, I liked that uh, I saw Randy Newman's name up there. I mm-hmm. liked I like him. He pops up in the most random places. Yes. That's my little buttercup. So I'm curious of which song you didn't like. It was either that one or Blue Shadows. Blue Shadows. See, every time I th- I see a desert and people are like moving along, like it's at night, I always think of that song. Dum, da, dum, da, dum, da, yes. Well, you just have to wait till our dislikes to to know which one. I like. Yeah. I, know which one. I liked all the ditties. I liked them all. Yeah, the I did too. Yeah, all the. All like the, the Milo Buttercup and yeah, the other one and mm-hmm. I thought the Milo Buttercup was a good throwback to like um, I don't know their names, but the like the little shows that they if you watch White Christmas, mm. the shows that they do like the little ones for the clubs or the restaurants, mm-hmm. that's what it reminded me. Of, and I thought it was even funnier that um, Steve Martin and Mark Short were doing it together. I definitely love the ridiculousness of that number. It's just like you totally unexpected and it, it was very fun from that aspect. I will totally agree with that. I could think of worse songs that could be earworms. That's yes. true, yes. Take um, it easy, amigos, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um I I also thought it was interesting that Essentially, the whole the whole reason they went down there was just hinged on the way they pronounced "infamous." Yes, that is not only famous; he's infamous. infamous. Yeah, that's classic. Yeah, I. It's interesting that a whole just a, yeah, I I that was brilliant. That just a, you could turn a whole st- a story just on a mispronunciation. That I, yeah, and a misinterpretation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, this is real. What? So I yeah, take it you've been like quoting all night, Paul. I take it you yes. really like the dialogue of this movie. Uh, it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the humor in it, um, which is my number one thing. So <laughs> thanks for bringing that out, Francisco. I know you're trying to lead me on and keep the conversation going, but if it isn't obvious, yes, I like the, the, the humor and the quotable lines in it. Yeah. And it's not just like like funny... Like what do what do you want to call it? Punny humor. It's mm-hmm. actual like fun quotable lines in it. It's it's a lot of it is like story driven humor. I'd want to say mm, like yeah. it's it, out of context. It's not really doesn't work, but in the context of the movie, it is very funny. 
Yeah, you dirt-eating piece of slime, you scum-sucking pig, you son of a motherless goat. You can use that line anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Christy, are there any lines from this movie you would use anywhere? No, oddly enough, this isn't a movie I memorized lines from, probably because I watched it before I really discovered I had that talent. Ah, okay. But um, I do, like... I wrote down their response to the fact that it was real and that they were like, we're going to die. Like they're over dramatic. Yeah. That part, that part made me laugh. I mean, there's a few parts that made me laugh. Most of the time throughout the movie, I was smiling. Like I wasn't, wasn't one of those movies where I'm like out loud laughing the whole time, but yeah. Like the line, do you have anything here besides Mexican food? It's <laughs> yes. funny, but I don't know if it's laugh out loud at the moment, you know? But it's yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, hearing that I in the trailer was I just really, really enjoy Steve Martin's form of humor. I mm. just don't. It, it's really hard to put it, put a definition on it or poke, like, define oh, it. Of, but I just, anytime he's in a movie, I don't even care if, what is it? The one with him and he has like 12 kids or something. Cheaper um, by the dozen. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's that's not the best movie ever made, but I really like to watch it because Steve Martin is. In it. I don't know <laughs> what it is about Steve Martin, but I'm like, I want to watch all the movies he's in. He's standing enjoyable. up on a wall, going, "Look at me, look at me, look at me. <laughs> up here, up here, up <laughs> Yes, that was also funny. Something else mm. that I thought was mm. funny was <laughs> ah. uh, how Dusty when. Uh, Let's see. Oh, well, you were just talking about what, or one of you just brought up the part where he got shot, um, where Lucky gets shot. And Dusty's like, hold it, hold it. And they go and like look and see that it's real bullets. I just, I sort of, I really like this whole idea of like, okay, that you're facing a bad guy and, and something you're like thrown off somehow. And you say, okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait till I get re, refocused and then I'll, we can continue attacking. I mean, that's just so ridiculous, but I, I think that was so funny that they do this. Yeah, and what I think really helped it was El Guapo with him just laughing at yeah. it all. And I I forget the actor's name, but uh, he was also... You remember what he was also in? Romancing the Stone. Yes. com slash 33. Yeah, Alfonso... We had the problem with this last time yeah. in that episode. How to pronounce his last name? A R A U. So Aru. Aru. Yeah. Aru. But he he was fun. To, he was probably my favorite person to watch with just his smiles and that's a good trick too. <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely loved him and Hefe's relationship. It's it seems yes. like so typically a a, a bad guy. And lead henchman or lead lieutenant of a bad guy's relationship is like if the the lieutenant gets too powerful or screws up too many times or just does something off that the main bad guy doesn't like, he kills him. And and I, that that frustrates me sometimes. Yeah. But here it's like no, they like have this special brotherhood, and it's it's nice. I I, I liked that about these villains. No, he just killed Paco. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. He. He killed less important people, but he didn't kill like the main guy in charge, which doesn't make sense. He's like your most important person. You don't want to kill him off unless he really is trying to take you over, which obviously Hefe was not. He is he very much liked Oguapo. 
I like that when they were when when that baby was like, "Is it possible you are not mad at me?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's oh. listing all this stuff that might be wrong. Could mm-hmm. it be that once again you were angry for something else and you were taking it out on me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the yeah. fact they recognizes that stuff shows their their relationship and how they're they're more than just they're friends. They're not just like you're my leader and I have to do what you say until I'm powerful enough to overthrow you. Yeah, I would say that you have a plethora. Hefe, <laughs> <laughs> what is a plethora? Why el guapo? <laughs> Which I thought was the best response to that. <laughs> it's like, what do you say when you don't know? <laughs> Why? It's like, mental note, I have to remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's go back to... Let's, Paul... What's something else you made a mental note of liking in this movie? One of the things that I noticed, and I watched the DVD version, so I didn't see Blu-ray or high definition or anything like that, but it seemed to me that the production quality was really high for what could have been a throwaway little comedy movie. Mm-hmm. So I was impressed with the sets, the costuming, the 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 props. Everything looked real and, I guess, authentic to the what it would horses. be. <laughs> singing bush and, <laughs> okay the animation on the horses mouths would look a little turtle. dated but but besides that um yeah the 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 bacon bats <laughs> <laughs> no but just the costuming and the props and everything most of them i should say yeah. i was really impressed for something that they could have easily done for cheaper and i think would have hurt the movie but the fact that that looked more real, like it took place in real life, I think helped move the story forward and in, in the believability of it all. Mm. Did, did you find the effects added to the movie, Christy, or were you ambivalent to them? Oh, I think they did and they didn't. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that more later. Oh, okay. Uh, from, I, I'm, most, I'm pretty much on your, with you, Paul. I, I wrote down that. I thought the, like first I thought the effects with the Invisible Swordsman were just really mm-hmm. well done. They're very subtle and like, especially when he picks up the hand and l- yeah. like lets it go, and there's a little dust poof. I just yeah, it's just such a nice touch. It wasn't overdone at all. And um, after that, I just started noticing a lot of the effects and the sets looked so authentic. Um, and the plane, the shots in the with the airplane looked real. I actually, well, at least most of them. Well, I actually thought no? those looked. Oh. Those and some of the animations were some of the downside. But overall, I thought it looked good. Oh, and Ned hitting the table, which was obviously a dummy. But that was definitely (laughs) funny. That made me laugh I didn't notice. I was too busy laughing out loud. He hit head first. Like, the dummy hit head first. And I I, I went, like, big old, like, startled laugh. Which made made me laugh harder. (laughs) Yes, because it was so obviously a dummy hitting head first. But just if if someone fell, that I know, way right? <laughs> if they could actually survive that fall like that, that yes. would be funny. Well, Christy, what was something else you liked? I have about? my last is my favorite. Okay, you have you're down to your last one, Paul. Do you have any more? Yeah, chip chip chip, naughty. <laughs> um, no, wow. Um, well, since I already said my uh, most like, I will say <laughs> going back to the music, I mm-hmm. I liked the music so much, I went and put. The soundtrack on on my wish list. For, wow, really? Yeah, 
because cool. I was I just happened to go because while the movie the credits were playing I actually opened up Shazam and I was like I wonder if I can get this and it didn't work on Shazam um, but I looked on Amazon and they have it so I'm like now can you explain what Shazam is because I I think I know an, but it's an app either for um, Apple or um, Android Android thank you where you can push a button and it uses the microphone on a phone or a pad mm -hmm. and it'll record the music and recognize what that song is from and give you a link usually where to download or purchase it from. Oh, okay. So so you said it didn't work when you were watching the movie, but then how did you find it? I just happened to go through Amazon and I did a search oh, okay. for Three Amigos and I saw the soundtrack and I was like, yes! Nice. Because it has the songs that they sing and it has like the mixture of both. Even has the singing bush. Oh, really? It yes, has there's a track called wow. the singing bush. I'm like, yes, I've got come to this. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I have one more before my uh, classic maker, and I I enjoyed the sort of uh, the the culture. It wasn't really a culture clash, but just the the disparity in the cultures of these three. Hollywood actors and this very rural um, Mexican town and just that sort of them coming together I thought was a very very funny situation that'll be the day <laughs> what? I think you're looking at a few podcasters who don't feel like podcasting anymore <laughs> uh oh <laughs> you got Francisco Reese on a bad day <laughs> Are you living in the studio mansion? Um, but um, actors, Christy, beginning, no, middle, and what would you say was your uh, favorite, most favorite part of Three Amigos? Well, as I was trying to ponder what I was going to write down for my favorite, I think it's just on the whole that it's a very well done, blown out western. I'm, mm. I know there's lots and lots of westerns, like traditional westerns, and if you like traditional Westerns or have seen them and then you watch this, it makes it even funnier mm. because of all the callbacks they do to the traditional Western. And um, it reminds me of the, what is that, Kung Pao stands with a fist or something like that, that mock of a, um, the mock of a... Fistful of Dollars? No, the Kung Fu movie, the mock Kung Fu movie. The one where he's finding oh, a cow? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fist of Fury? No. No, Kung Pao, I think. Yeah. Maybe look it up. Anyway. Kung Pao chicken. It just reminds me, like, it reminds me of the fact that if you knew, if you know the serious genre, uh -huh. you like the, um, the mock. The parody. The parody. Thank you. That's yeah. a better word. The parody Kung of Pao, it. Enter the Fist. Enter the Fist. Oh. Yeah. I'm getting that dances with wolves mixed up. My bad. <laughs> See money to dunk all watchy. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't like that movie. Yeah. Um, I just really like. I I really like the movie as a whole. As a as a silly western, it doesn't take itself too seriously, mm. and I think it does it really well as being a silly western. It, it's not too PC, and it and the story mm. is holistic, and the movie is. It keeps itself together, it, and it's not. You, they're comedians from SNL, and they're at their prime when the movie's made. I'm guessing, or near their prime, anyway. 
but you, it doesn't feel like your main complaint for Monty Python was that it was like it's not really a movie, but it's mm-hmm. supposed to be, and yeah, and it's a sketch comedy push shoved together, and this didn't feel like they made you know their sketches into a movie. Yeah. It felt like they made a movie around three funny actors, three funny, yeah, it's yeah. like just so. Yeah, it's smile. <laughs> I like it all. That's my favorite. Nice. <laughs> generic of me for me and you kind of took this um you mentioned this earlier christy but i'm i'm a kind of a sucker for there's a few things i'm a sucker for in movies one of them is time travel but another one is the sort of story arc of people that think that are essentially faking they're not they're not who they say they are but and then they pretend to be that for people that think they're that and then they sort of rise i've never seen dave they rise above their their former kind to to become what they were just pretending to be. Yeah, and so the movie like the, the other movie that came to mind for me was Galaxy Quest. Oh yeah, or was that? And I mean, maybe it just works well in comedies. I can't really think of other examples, but I just I love that that they sort of, that Dusty and Lucky and Ned they were one way. They they were like just whimpering that they're gonna die, <laughs> and then they decide you know starting with Ned we're gonna we gotta save Carmen and save this village, so I, I just love that. Did, were you wondering if her name was her for last name was San Diego? Because while they were looking <laughs> no. for her, they were wondering. No. Where is oh Carmen my gosh! Where's the okay. groan sound effect? <laughs> And Paul's yours was all the lines. Awesome. And the humor, the funny humor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the lines. Uh, every all the lines. single piece all of dialogue. All the bass are belongs to us. We will die like dogs. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Before we get to the things that will die like dogs, at least in our opinion, about this movie, let's go to Facebook. Paul, you have some people that share their thoughts about Three Amigos. Yes, Stephen Klein said, I remember Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, and Martin Short. So not much, <laughs> except for the three amigos themselves. Nickel Monza said, El Guapo. He's very memorable. In fact, if you see him in other movies, you will say El Guapo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And Blythe Rhodes, she said, some of my favorite quotes are, you killed the invisible swordsman, and it's a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, <laughs> why would you need a sweater? That's I know point. that's what makes us so funny. They all chipped in together and got a sweater. <laughs> I really wish at some point during the movie would have seen one of the nasty grungy gunmen like sitting around knitting it. I think that, that would be funny. That would be awesome. <laughs> yes. That would and uh, she goes on to s- quote a couple more lines like uh, lip balm, which whenever <laughs> I get funny. thirsty, I remember that scene. Oh, yeah. Like, that was funny. Yes. With the dust pouring into his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when Steve Martin goes, look up here. Look up here. Look up here. Look up here. You know what? That segues perfectly into one of the things I did not like about this movie. I thought that was so annoying that they would just be complete, so completely oblivious to all these sounds Steve Martin But that's is what making. makes it funny. No, because it makes he's it doing- stupid. No, because he's doing like animal sounds, but an obvious like at first it's like not obvious, but then it's like obvious and they're still not 
Exactly. Okay, which but is why how it's can like, you wait? Why? Wait, no, 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 no. If you say that that's stupid, you have to start saying that a bunch of other things in the movie are yeah. stupid because they're either obvious or over the top. I, the whole movie is obvious and over the top. I, for whatever reason, that's the only one that really stuck out as being just wit. My, I could not suspend my disbelief with that. I don't know why that's other things That's classic Chevy Chase. Like he's oblivious and he doesn't hear anything. I have a harder time believing Martin Short wouldn't hear only because he's sitting next to Chevy Chase. And it's also a classic Steve Martin sort of a gig thing to do. Like, Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just sharing. I didn't like it, but... It was really funny. Oh, I I, I, I know. It's you guys both mentioned things. it. And you're like, so that's that's totally fine. We can agree to disagree. No, I All disagree right. that you can't. I think you have to like it. Well, Chrissy, so, why don't you tell us something you disagree with about the movie? I know it's supposed to be a silly Western, but the gun firing started really annoying me. I was like... What? Like in the in the air? Yeah, like, oh. okay. I don't know. It's supposed to be back in the day. I'm a poor village and these poor actors... And I don't like. Why are you wasting bullets? I don't understand. Oh, great, real bullets. <laughs> but <laughs> you're in a lot of trouble, Mister. <laughs> I tried really hard. I tried really hard to be like. Oh, it's just being the movie's being silly. It's just being silly. And I was like, oh, I'm so annoyed. Why do we have to run around and shoot our guns? What's the deal? What does That's that do? What they like to do. You feel powerful. I guess. I guess. You know what surprised me is that the first thing that they blew up was the church. Yeah, that totally surprised me too. Yeah, usually they're like, okay, the church is sacred. They won't, like in a lot of Western movies, yeah. they're like, oh, they're like superstitious almost about it. Like the Maybe bad men won't go in there. Up. And then it's like, it's like, yeah, not only we're going to blow up the church, but that other mission, we're going to take it over and make it our headquarters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. So apparently they don't care. That's fine. That, right. These are really bad men, and you fi- and see what happens to them. Yeah, they, they die, die. <laughs> <laughs> like dogs. <laughs> um. Anyway, speaking of bullets, Paul, maybe you can answer this for me. Bullet where time. where do they get? Where does um Dusty, Lucky, and Ned get their real bullets from? The village, but the poor, the, poor village that don't have any money, and how can they? They spare? have tequila. <laughs> How can they spare bullets? Yeah, because of all the ones that the 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 people drop. No, the other village where they go into the bar. They just the out- well, if they have all these bullets, why haven't they fought off El Guapo before this? Because it's three against fifty. No, no the no. villagers. The villagers of Santa Poco. They didn't have guns. They were peaceful village. Where did they, they get guns to- at the end? Then from the big town. Well, why didn't they do that before? Because they didn't want to stand up. They're peaceful people. Okay. There are people in oh, life who'd rather you not. Plot holes. <laughs> and then there's a... Pick no, no, seriously. They're, in life, there are people who'd rather not. And but, then you have a whole tiny village of those people who'd rather not. And you know what? It's the time has come to stop rathering nodding. <laughs> Wouldn't On that the be hill. rather nodding? Yes. On the hill. No, not Notting Hill, but yes. <laughs> well, Paul, what is something you could not uh, serve? What? Got that? 
You were supposed to fire up. We both fired up. <laughs> it's like living with a six-year-old. What, that was a funny line. What was something else you could not rationalize? What is something you couldn't rationalize about this movie, Paul? Um, well, I rationalized the long credit scenes, like you said. Um, and I only have one more thing that I don't like, and that's my tragic makeup. Oh, really? Okay, wow. Yeah. So I would say the humor is childish. Oh, okay. Some of it. Um, yeah, some of it's potty mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like the male plane, and that's an interesting scene because <laughs> you have one little balls, one person <laughs> who doesn't get it, one person who thinks it's absolutely hilarious, another person who gets it and just doesn't think it's all that funny. You know, that's and like during me my and my life, friends. That's like me. During my lifetime, I've experienced all three with that joke. When oh, I saw really. <laughs> One of when I was younger, I didn't get it. Then I was about 10 or so, and I thought it was absolutely funny, but I didn't feel like I could laugh because my parents are right there. Oh. So I was snickering <laughs> the whole time. And then this last time watching it, I was I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. It's <laughs> not that funny. That's awesome. No, but yeah, I totally feel like I'll tell jokes that I think are hilarious. Chrissy, you feel like the same way? No, I just tell dirty jokes and people stare at me awkwardly. Oh, oh, okay. And then you go big gulps. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Well, we'll see you later. <laughs> or I just say poop. See, that was retrorewindpodcast.com. Oh my goodness, commercial. Fifty one. Five thousand six hundred and seventy two. Poop. This episode's going down fast, guys. Um, something else I didn't like. And this is pretty much this is my last thing before my tragic maker. Um, the Blue Shadows song. Oh, I love it. Talk about a total pacing stopper. You know what I thought was a pacing stopper? Oh, what? Um, darn it! I and I meant to write this down, but it was right after a fun scene, and then they were. Oh, after they killed the singing, the singing, the invisible swordsman. The singing telegram and then they were girl. looking around, and it was like, this is slowing down. I was like, all right. Wait, anyway. they're looking around for the invisible swordsman? No, they were looking out that without the invisible swordsman. They're, they finally found the, uh, when they finally found the compound, El Guapo's hideout or whatever uh-huh, it uh-huh, is, and uh-huh. they were sneaking around. For some reason, I was just losing interest at that oh, point. Oh, oh. Even when they're like, they just... Stand still, and the people just go by them. <laughs> oh no, there were there were funny parts in there, you know. But yeah, it's like it was... took too long for them to get in. Yeah, be in. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But I enjoyed the the night. You know, that's the classic cowboy. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, I get that. It's, it's sort of it's how a many classic westerns? Trope, how but... many westerns have you seen? How many western ballads have you heard? Not very many. Well, then you probably wouldn't appreciate the does, hilarity. Does Back to the Future three count as a western? <laughs> but that's they don't have a ballad in there. No, this is a very that's a very traditional dum do dum like that's yeah. almost <laughs> I could that is like give you note half for a note. dozen yeah exactly half a dozen different all right cowboy I, 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 by I, the fire song. I think the song in and of itself is fine, but just where it's put it be, it being put in the movie. At the point it's being put, and it doesn't drive the move the movie along at all. It doesn't like talk about characters or anything. Yeah, it speaks to Ned as a character. They How have to d- sing him to sleep because he's scared. Yeah, which is odd. Why? Because he's the little one. 
Yeah, but then he's the one who who That's stands up first. That's the point. It's character arc. I, okay. Uh, uh, hey, Francisco. Yeah. Can I have your watch when you are dead? <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear a watch, but sure, Paul. <laughs> and yeah, I get your phone. Why don't you give us the thing you hate most about Three Amigos? Paul, let's. You could kiss me on the veranda. Lips would be fine. (laughs) (laughs) I got that for the first time this time. (laughs) Watching. (laughs) Wow. I'm sorry. Did you want to edit that out? (laughs) No, why? It's funny. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I just don't know where I'm going to. I want you to do your tragic maker, so I'm not quite sure how that's going to work. But. Paul, will you please tell us what you liked the least about Three Amigos? They killed Invisible Swordsman. It would have been such an awesome movie with an <laughs> invisible guy going around. Really? Yes. Okay. I was going to be that for Halloween, <laughs> the Invisible Swordsman. Nice. Anyway, the thing that I liked the least oh, was... Wait, I uh, thought that was real. Well, it is, me. but not what I liked the least. Uh-huh. Okay. What I was throwing get? that in there for... What is that? Gratis? What, how do they say it's a freebie in Spanish? Anyway, it, it's a freebie. It's a freebie. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I thought they escaped from El Guapo's compound way too easily. Huh? They had all those people surrounding them. They had one. Then they had one amigo, which was uh, Dusty Bottom. St- yeah, yeah, no, Steve yeah. Martin on oh. the top of the the oh, wall, yeah. pointing at El at El Guapo, and then he said, "You know," and it's just between the two, and then all those men down there. I uh, know. Yeah, I that thought it was. I could see that's a little far fetched. Yeah, and it's a it's a major plot point. Like, mm-hmm. how do they rescue the girl and get home? Yeah. So I I just thought it was a little uh, too much of a. Uh, it's almost know. like it would have been better if they snuck out somehow without being seen. Or yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that would have been as funny. Like in in total, there are a lot of funny parts that came out of them being discovered. Right. So, yeah. But, Chrissy, what do you think about that? Do you think they got away too easy? I have no opinion. Well, then why don't you give us your opinion of what you've locked, what you disliked most about Dreaming? I actually years. didn't have a thing that I disliked most. Oh, really? Uh-uh. Oh. Well, I mean, I was mildly annoyed at some of the humor, mm-hmm. but, like, some of the dirtier stuff, but, eh. It wasn't like, it didn't, like, it wasn't the whole. It wasn't now. the whole movie. It was every once in a while. Mm-hmm. No, we will not die like dogs. We will fight like lions. <laughs> because there is nothing we don't like. I got mildly annoyed at some of the map paintings because I was like, "Oh hi, I could poke oh, that wall yeah. down." <laughs> but then I thought maybe Going that's to the effects, right? You... Yeah. Well, and I thought maybe that that was on purpose. But oh, to sort of harken back to old time yeah. Western movies. Oh, like, I could see that. Okay, but that I don't with... really have a tragic maker. Neither one of those is like, <laughs> no, don't do it. All right. Well, what I liked least about this movie, and it's it's tied to one of the things I did like. I thought El Guapo and Jefe were a bit too sympathetic as villains. Like, I didn't want them to die. I was a little sad when they died. I didn't feel like they needed necessarily comeuppance. I mean, I realized they were terrorizing this town but they didn't throughout the movie they didn't seem to all the evil stuff they did was not 
was not counterbalanced or was. You thought it's okay for them to uh, rape the horses and ride off on the women. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Why not? No. Um, they kidnapped someone. I, I realized that. They, but they, they burned their village. Like I, I know. And I, took all their valuables. And like, they're disgusting. If it was smell-o-vision, you'd be puking in a bucket. They smell so bad. But but in terms of their them as characters, they seem nice. No, they're not. Nice. Oh, my God. I can't believe I you're saying that. I it's 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 because they come up to him and say, "You want to die with the man's gun, not a little <laughs> CC gun like that." You know what? I just realized this whole time we've been talking, huh. we have not mentioned the Germans. Oh yeah. Oh, they're kind of forgettable. I'd I know. Say. They're oh, but it's fun. Look at the two little sissies. <laughs> I I mean the trick photography. I don't know. I studied your every move. I don't use trick photography. Anyway, Christy. Well, let's... I just realized that I'm like, why were they there except for for, for lines? I think just oh, they were El Guapo the guns, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Lines. I I suppose. I mean, they added humor, but it's not like we talked about them as our favorite. Yeah. Uh, that's all. Okay. And. Just yeah. a random thought and also gross that you thought that they were sympathetic. I think gross. they should go to prison for life, gross. but I don't think they should die. I don't think it's they earned Western. that. I don't feel like they earned their deaths. I, I just, that's what I have to say. You don't know their backstory. Uh, that's They've true. been they didn't torturing show their the village forever. And they, you know what? If they had shown more of that. And more evil things, I think it would have been earned. But just what they showed in the it's movie, I did not think it was earned. Well, okay, then. That's fine. I'm just saying I think they should have done more to earn it. Or, you have to earn your death? Or, no, but they could have shown them being less like like getting um, all this stuff dun, like between. Dun, 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 <laughs> Are you saying I'm slowing down the podcast? <laughs> okay. I disagree. Fine, that's completely fine. But if you let's say move- with a smile, then Francisco will let you go. <laughs> what? They, the the two main guys were smiley. They were smiley bad guys. You know, laughing, kind yes. of smiling. Oh, oh, kind. oh! I see. So if you okay. say whatever you do, if you rape, pillage, and plunder with a smile, then Francisco's like, Nah, they're <laughs> right. Lots of guns to kill people. Siding with the German, the bad German, not that there's, so I mean, there's good they, Germans, but these guys seem to be not so good because they killed a bunch of people in the bar, <sighs> kidnapping, <laughs> killing. Listener, I would love to know what you think. Uh, they, killed, please, they killed somebody. He killed somebody and he thought it was funny. On Facebook or Twitter. Jeez, Francisco. Hashtag what happened to eye for an eye? El Guapo good <laughs> or El Guapo bad? And let us know what you think about El Guapo. I'm still here, El Guapo. It's a comedy. <laughs> it's a comedy. You don't want to make them so awful that the movie takes on a serious tone. But they don't have to make them good at all. They aren't. The, 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 anyway, let's move on. You Alice, know I'm right. Even though they will find you and we, cut you open and squeeze entered, the poop out of you. Right? Exactly. He does describe our, pulling guts out and squeezing them. All How our... does it get any worse? <laughs> Fire than solution, that? Alice, go. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. 
I'm just gonna <laughs> smile at you next time you do something. Next time I do something bad, <laughs> and then you're gonna be like, "Oh, it's okay." Do we? But do, how, do we smile in at this movie in totality? Do we Are rate we it a yet? classic, a nostalgic, or a tragic? Let's start with Christy. Of course you start with me. You always start with me. Oh, I hate going first. I'll go first. Okay, Paul, you go first. <laughs> I can't because I shot the singing horseman and he was going to, or swordsman, he was going to tell. <laughs> no, the singing horseman or swordsman is not <laughs> singing nor a horseman. He's invisible. Um, either way, I've lost without him, so I can't get to the end. <laughs> Oh, we derailed. Are you saying you can't give us a rating? Yes. Is this the horseman's dead? Not the, no, the visible swordsman. Oh, wow. <laughs> the headless horseman and the invisible swordsman. They should team together with nearly headless Nick. Anyway, <laughs> um, I I rated this movie a classic. I thought it was fun. It was fun to revisit. I will say. I enjoyed this rewatch probably more because it had been several, at least I think 10 years since I've seen this. Mm. So the longer you wait with seeing this, the more you'll enjoy it. It's like a good wine, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. Okay. Classic for me. All right. Classic for you. Christy, are you ready? Yes. All right. I was ready to begin with. I just don't like to go first. The Marleys were dead to begin with. Uh, I rated it a classic because I would invite any anyone, especially people not familiar with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Chevy Chase to That's a good point. That's a good to introduce uh, them to yeah. the like to introduce people that don't know about them. Mm-hmm. I would use this movie. <laughs> Depending on age. I mean, there's some inappropriate humor in there that I don't know depends on parents or age or whatever, but of on the whole, I thought it I think it would be a great place to start is just like iconic comedians and you don't want to let them die. Like this yeah. is the kind of humor you want to keep around. <laughs> and this was, this would be a great place to start. And because it's also a, a parody of a Western. I, mm-hmm. I think that's another iconic thing to keep around. So. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Christy. We have two classics so far. And I'd have to agree with you guys. This is a classic. I, wow. I'm, I'm right with you, Paul. I enjoyed it. It was, it was a fun movie to watch. I think I think you're right that if if I watched it like as often as I watched some like Spaceballs, which I was talking about last episode, 52, where I, I felt like I watched it too I've seen it so much that it was just very like, I wanted to just get to the next thing. I didn't feel like it that this time. I It, it was just really nice, except for... Blue Shadows. <laughs> um, but on the whole, it was a very fun movie. And I think the fact that it's set... Do you guys remember what year it was set in? 19... No, early like 20s or teens? Okay. Something yeah. like yeah. that. 30s? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like let's say 1920s. Um, early I, Hollywood. I felt like it It helps it um, not age because it's it's more of a period piece. So yeah. it's not like, wow, why are the they Western? using... Why are they using uh, corded phones and rotary phones? Oh, I totally forgot. When Phil Hartman picks up the phone, <laughs> yes. and it's just like, oh, someone's always listening to know if uh, Flugelman needs to kick someone out of the mansion. That was, yeah. I thought that was funny, but it is again, a little like, that's that's almost too much suspension of disbelief, but I let it. I let that um, one there's, slide. There's operator that's banks. Good. 
when you pick up the <clears throat> phone. Yeah, there were there were people sure. who sat there. Sure, the operator would, but yeah, it How was almost like they them? were talking directly to the people that would do it, not just to the operator. And the guess. operator would I talk directly to them. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, it anyway. doesn't it doesn't matter. I still think it's a classic. Um, I let our daughter watch it when she's a teenager. Um, so with that, the Retro Rewind um, podcast. So- <laughs> with that, the Retro Rewind podcast rates three amigos, a unanimous classic movie. And and unanimous vowel yeah i guess so isn't it it just sounds weird and unanimous <laughs> no it's it's a unanimous because of the 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 y sound ah that's what it is thank you yeah yeah all right it's well, just I was like thinking in my head how it was spelled yeah so. that, that yeah. makes sense but okay but you just like you say and m and m even though m and m's are spelled no, with it's an e. because of the e sound yeah <laughs> oh Hey. <laughs> the Retro don't, Rewind Podcast. <laughs> the Retro Rewind Podcast rates Three Amigos, a unanimous classic movie. We recommend you go see this whether you've seen it before or not. When was the last time we had a unanimous classic? It it's has been, been a while, right? A while. Yeah. Um, maybe, well, it's Star Fox, I think. Maybe we all said classic, but that was a game. The last movie. And maybe all the way back to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. But hey, listener, why don't you go back, listen to the past really? episodes, and then Teenage you can Ninja remind Turtles us. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was classic? Yes. Ugh, I wouldn't watch that movie. Well, now we know who not to invite for the <laughs> second one. Or maybe we should just to get a, a better uh, yeah, balanced opinion. Be. I don't know. Anyway. Wouldn't Let's, that be weird if she loved the second one but not the first? That would be. She likes Ernie Reyes. We're I talking do. like she's not here. You like Ernie Reyes I Jr. I do like Ernie Reyes Jr. and his father. They are very good martial artists. Yes. Uh, and Alice is very good at bringing up the new tube section. New tube engaged. I need to get on to the next thing. Uh, so let's share what's new on our tubes. Uh, are you okay going first, Christy? I suppose. All right. Kick us off. I don't know. It's not really that exciting. I've just been listening to the Pentatonics new Christmas stuff, and they have videos oh, cool. out. And oh, I, I really, put them on really my like, wish list, too. I really, really <laughs> like them. Also, Home Free, is a. I think they were second or third place for the voice of the same year the Pentatonics were, maybe? I can't remember if they were the same year. Anyway, they're more country, so you have to like country in order to... You have to like country or appreciate music in order to appreciate them. Anyway, they have some really beautiful Christmas songs out too. You can find them on YouTube or Google or whatever. But they do a lot of actual video videos. So very good. Mary, did you know Pentatonics? Mary, did you know is exquisite? Very cool. There you go. Thank you. Go check them out. Paul. It's I kind of think she did know with the angels singing somewhat, but things that there were other things she didn't know. Oh, that's not what you were asking. Oh, I'm sorry. Your name what's is n- Mary. What's uh, new on my tube is um, actually just a couple hours ago, I got, we got back from seeing the movie Exodus. What is it? Gods? And, Gods and Kings. Gods and Kings. Yeah. I'm very really? interested to hear what you have to say about this. <sighs> <laughs> 
As good as okay. Moses? Or yes, this is Moses and the Moses. Exodus story. No, I mean, is it as good as Noah? It depends well, on if you thought uh, Noah was good. I'm quoting that. I'm sarcastically saying, is it as good as Noah? Well. I didn't see it. I don't want to. Okay. Um, I will say it is, if you're going to see it, it's definitely worth seeing on the big screen because it, there is a lot of big wide shots with uh-huh. a massive amount of people and details. It was really cool to see it on the big screen. Um, I'm glad I saw it on the big screen. But if you're looking for uh, biblical accuracy, <laughs> some of it's there and some of it's not. Mm. Um, and some of it, you know, they take artistic license. But one of the things that kind of can turn people off is like um, Moses doesn't believe in um, any kind of uh, faiths or religions while he's growing up. Mm-hmm. And it isn't till, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you be your own man, make your own destiny kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it isn't till he's walking along um, the mountain ledge and uh, he gets hit on the head from, there's a mudslide and like a little mini avalanche. Mm-hmm. Gets hit on the head and all of a sudden he wakes up and sees a burning bush and God talking to him. And then he goes back and tells his wife and... His wife is like, oh, no, no, you're delusional because you got hit on the head. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, no, it's the real thing. So it's like, okay, it gives room for interpretation. It was like, this This seemed to follow more like, um, like God didn't, you know, in the Bible it says that God wrote on the Ten Command uh-huh. on the stone, the Ten Commandments with his finger is uh-huh. actually uh-huh. directly from God. Where in the movie, it's God telling um, Moses. Moses what to write. So a lot of this is like, well, this is man's interpretation of what God said rather than this is God orchestrating and telling the people what to do. Mm -hmm. So if you don't mind that and you like Christian Bale and you're up for a big, a big screen movie, then you might like it. I'd love to see the production value, time and money spent on something really biblically accurate. Mm. Yes, I would too. The passion, I would say. Yes. Right. Yeah, but and that was only like $10 million, I think. But mm. something Old Testament, I think it would be like epic. And one of yeah. the epic Old Testament stories. Yeah. with That was actually accurate well, yes. or at least followed the Bible. Yeah, more. Yeah. Well, I mean, I understand having artistic license because sometimes they can get like, there's a little bit of drudgery. That, right. But don't go but directly don't go, yeah. what against what <laughs> <Yeah>. it says. <laughs> yeah. Or don't go, I'm going to erase these five verses and write something different. Yeah. Yeah. There's an avalanche here. I swear. I saw the word avalanche when I was reading Exodus. <laughs> avalanche. Look, it's there. A, V. There's a V. Yeah. But I mean, I think we all like movies like The Prince of Egypt. So it's not like we're against Well, movies Hollywood like making. this is making me like Prince of Egypt way more. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Prince yeah. of Egypt, I would, from hearing that, is a slightly more accurate than... Yeah. No, that's not completely right. accurate. But yeah. No, right. I mean, but it tends to lean more towards mm-hmm. it than that. Right. Plus, uh, Iceman himself, as Moses, can't go wrong. He's not Bob. What's his? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, yeah. Is Moses. um... Oh, I was thinking Iceman from X-Men. He's got a really beautiful voice, too. Mm. Yeah. So, Francisco... (laughs) I'll, I'll, Merry Christmas. What's new on your two? Oh, <laughs> ah, joy to the world indeed. Um, what? It's a running gag. 
Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm out again, folks. No worries. Listeners, hashtag Christy's out again. I'm just kidding. Don't do <laughs> That's that. All right. That's right. And if they're new listeners, they're with you, Christy, so yeah. it's okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's new on my tube is it's kind of a bandwagon thing, so... I feel I don't know how is I feel. Is it the Star Wars trailer? No, uh, no, it's not okay. Star Wars. Trailer. <laughs> um, if I should say it's a bandwagon thing. If you listen to a lot of podcasts, so if you follow podcasts, you may have heard of this one called Serial, which oh, is yeah. the fastest podcast to ever get to five million like downloads per episode. It happened really quickly. I don't know the exact number, but it's it's like super popular. In terms of right podcast, as as of this recording, yes. And I went ahead. And I was like, okay, so what what is this? Because I had no idea. Um, and you're hooked on the mystery. And, well, yeah, I listened. I binged it, and I've listened to all the episodes. There's one more for this story. Um, just a quick summary. It's uh, a podcast that's told essentially uh, one story told episodically, and they just cover this uh, mystery of. This high schooler um, was charged and has been convicted and, and is in prison currently um, for allegedly killing an ex-girlfriend. And it's the reporter trying to suss out, did he really do it? And it, it's just, it's very engaging. It's told in a very much um, This American Life style, um, even though I don't like it, This American Life. This, <gasps> I still I like this. I don't even want to. Oh, that's great. I don't like Ira Glass's voice. It just mm. bothers me. Aww. But I love Radiolab, so I'm not like down on how NPR does their radio shows. Anyway. Oh, I do love Radiolab. I think you'll like Serial, though. You should listen to Serial. With it's, all the time I have to listen to podcasts. Well, all right. Point taken. If you, listener, have time to listen to podcasts, which and I assume you do if you're listening to this, already. and you haven't listened to Serial already, I would recommend Serial. It's It's... S-E-R-I-A-L, not C-E-R-E-A-L. Darn it. Always after me, Lucky Charm. <laughs> um, Anyone who has a two and a half year old understands. Yes. Turn on a podcast. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it. Where's Mickey Mouse Christmas, Mom? Mickey Mouse Christmas. Yeah. I don't know where it is. Try it. <laughs> I don't want to. Please try it. <laughs> Please. Try it. Try it backfired. You abuse try it to get her to do new things. Oh, right. Now she tells us, try it. (laughs) Okay, Paul, okay. Come on, it's a funny antics hour. Yes. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought we were getting way off point. That's all. Anyway, getting back to point, we Mm. recommend, at least Paul recommends, or maybe recommends Exodus, Gods and Kings, if you want to see a big budget Big screen movie that's somewhat biblically relevant, based, but somewhat based. not. <laughs> but somewhat not. Uh, if you if you love music, especially Christmas music, Chrissy recommends the Pentatonics Christmas. And what was the other band? Home Free. Home Free. And I recommend you listen to the podcast Serial. Do you remember playing great PC games like King's Quest, Command and Conquer, and X Wing? Do you remember spending hours tweaking your config sys and autoexec bat files to eke out just one more K of conventional memory? If you do, then you may be interested in my show, The Upper Memory Block. Every two weeks, we talk in-depth about a game, game series, company, or technology from the DOS and pre-Windows XP gaming era. 
We'll discuss the story, gameplay, and technology of the games of the time. But more importantly, we're going to focus on what made each game special, interesting stories from their development, and how they shaped what PC gaming is today. If you remember gaming in the late 80s and early 90s, or you're interested in finding out more about it, come join your host Joe in the Upper Memory Block. That's the Upper Memory Block Podcast at umbcast.com, or find it on iTunes. All right, Alice, could you please bring up communication satellites? Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. We actually don't really have any feedback. Uh, so let's. Yay. <laughs> we want feedback, Paul. We don't uh, not want oh. feedback. Since we don't have any feedback this time, let's move on to uh, just where you got, you fair listeners, fair, <laughs> where, you, where you butimous listeners can get in touch with us. Uh, let's start what with. What did you call me? <laughs> let's start with Christy, then we'll go to Radigan. Oh, that makes me want to sing this song. Oh, Dude, Radigan. Dude, Radigan. Gosh, that movie's horrible. Anyway. RetroRewindPodcast.com <laughs> slash 30, I believe. Yeah, 30, uh, 30. Okay. Well, my name is Christy. Hi, how are Hi, you? Christy. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. You get a hold of me. I don't know. You sing the Retro Remind podcast at gmail.com? No. Just kidding. <laughs> That's owned by someone else. Oh, who oh. owns that? Give it back to us, yo. Feedback at RetroRewindPodcast.com. Oh, well, that. See, Francisco knows a lot of things. Also, I go. I guess Twitter, but I'm not really on Twitter much. At Christy Ruiz. Instagram? Chris Nitz. Oh, that's oh, nice. Fun. Yeah, I like that. I don't do a lot. I try to, but I'm also, I, I you know, I pick up the iPad and my daughter's like, I play games. <laughs> Would Dick you say picture? you're picky? No, it's because I knit. I know. You're oh, well, I suppose I am a bit picky about my knitting. Yes, yes, oh, I yeah. would. Okay. All right. Thank you, Chrissy. And thank you for being on the show once again. Oh, sure. Yeah, Always you betcha. Fun having you. Uh, oh, don't you know? Oh, yeah, you betcha. Paul, how can yeah. people get in touch with you? What's the one stop oh, shop you know. to find you? Not PaulJPowers.com, of course. Not? Come on by. At. PaulJPowers.com. Okay, I thought you said not PaulJPowers, of course. I I'm said like, at PaulJPowers.com. Oh. Come still, on down. You still have your sale going on? Oh, yeah. How's that Black no, Friday that, sale going? No, that ended last. You have to go back and listen to the previous podcast in order to get that sale. <laughs> Key, keyword PaulJPowers.com. Enter that into Google. <laughs> If you want to find the sale, see if it's still going on there, where you can contact me for free. Nice. You can't buy Pauls, right? I think your brother established no. Bobblehead? Can we buy a Paul Bobblehead? That Not awesome. yet. Soon. I, that would be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Can we buy a Bentley Bobblehead? Yes. Okay. Go out your dog. Oh, okay. No, then no. Oh. Uh, and you can find me. I'm on Twitter at fxruizx. Uh, similar to Christy, I don't tweet all that much. I'm more of a tw- uh, Twitter stalker, I guess. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're more of a tutor than a tweeter. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's at me. At times, but um, I just said that on a podcast. That's <laughs> awesome. Hi, guys. I'm cool. But 
Paul and Christy, thank you guys again for being on the show. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, yeah, sure. And I also want to thank our generous patrons, Brian Keating, Andrew Lagrieve, and Jake Arsenu. Thank you guys so much for helping uh, the show. If you want to support us, go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash Patreon. And there I can you can support us with any amount you see fit per episode. Um, and you can always set a, a budget for the month so you don't go over. Let's say we decide to release four episodes and you only plan to pay for two. Well, you can set your budget so you don't have to worry about having to pay for four episodes or anything oh, like that. Give us all your money. <laughs> I mean, you're more than welcome to. I'm just but, kidding. Don't. Please budget wisely. Yes. That is important. And uh, give us all your money. <laughs> Include that in your budget. And then give us all your money. But, if you want to hear Retro Rewind podcast every week... Give us all your money. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Really. Yeah, Don't can just really. rewind and listen to the <laughs> just, same one over and over. Every week. Just, <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, uh, cool, please man. consider if you enjoy this show and want to see it grow, consider helping us out because we want we enjoy doing it and we want to see it grow too. But if you can't do that, you know what? There's tons of other ways to support us. Uh, Paul, run it run it down for us. Um, you can go to retrorewindpodcast.com/support and find out how. that's the rundown thank you paul um but will you tell us what we're doing next time oh sure that's a different thing (laughs) next time we will be rewinding back to the year 1994 so that's uh 20 years from this recording oh wow for the movie true lies (laughs) yes possibly one of the best spy movies no, oh. but there's an airplane that hovers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's Jamie a Lee Curtis. Too. And Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis. And Elijah Dushku. Eliza Dushku. Really? Uh, however you yeah. pronounce that last name. Anyway, but until then, we would love to share the show. And you can go to the website, <laughs> retrorewindpodcast.com. And also, you can go and vote for the next set of episodes and movies we will be covering, right? That's Indeed. up there for them to vote? That is, yeah. com slash cast your vote. Um, it's different set of movies now because we've taken the top 10 from uh, the previous several <gasps> weeks. I better go vote. Yeah, I better go vote. Yeah, but we got to go vote on the next ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those and will make start sure and Francisco watches E.T. No, over and over again. Vote E.T. down. Ew, vote no. down. I just got it into high definition. Uh, uh, Telefono mi casa. Anyway. I watched it in Spanish class. Nice. Oh, that's funny. I also watched The Little Mermaid in Spanish. I always watch Destinos in Spanish. Like, I transferred schools, and they dun, both dun, had dun, Destinos. Dun, 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 <laughs> now I want Tostitos. I'm hungry. <laughs> you know what? I want to thank you, listener, whether you're, you just listen to the episode or you... Like this is your first one, or you've subscribed and you've listened to all of them, whether you share or it with friends, which is you're awesome. Not thank you. Listening at all, you're or, just doing something else. If, and just yeah, if on this is just background noise Hello. for you while you're commuting to work or working or doing chores, thanks for choosing us. We're happy to be your background music. Hello. Our background <laughs> music. This is the worst music ever. You keep bringing up blue velvet, not blue velvet. <laughs> Blue shadows. Blue. Oh my I'm so lonesome for you. Uh, this is derailing. 
listener. It derailed a long time ago. Thank you so much. And like a Pokemon, we'll catch you later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. What is that noise? Is that the <laughs> rabbit or the turtle or the coyote? It's the kitty. It's, it's the Christie saying she's hungry. Oh. Have you seen Simon's cat on YouTube? We are the three. Oh. Darn it, I wasn't ready for it. Huh? You all, that was horrific. (laughs) I like these guys. These are funny funny guys. guys.